This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Candy Ken. That's really all I have to say. It's just Google Candy Ken. Jacob is his real name. He's originally from Austria, and he's made a name for himself in the influencer space, specifically TikTok. He has 16.5 million people that follow him on TikTok. He has 1.3 million people who follow him on Instagram. And I wanted to have a conversation with him about hunting. And unbelievably, he wanted to have that conversation. And so here's a raw conversation between me and Candy Ken sitting in a studio in Los Angeles just before we get onto his podcast to get his feelings and thoughts about hunting because, hey, Somebody like him with such a big following, I would doubt that they would even touch the subject of hunting with a 10-foot pole. So enjoy. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is, <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a... A feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Yeah, well, that's it. Perfect, man. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I don't think we've had anybody with an accent like yours on. Like, everyone, you know, talks about my accent. Uh-huh. Jen loves my accent. I know. Where is that from? Me? South Africa. South Africa? Uh-huh. Dang. But we can Deutsch reden, wenn du willst. Did you speak in Deutsch? Yeah, ja, klar. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> du sprichst doch 
Aha, Klar. Meine, meine Muttersprache ist yeah, Deutsch. Ja, ja, for sure. No, we must, we'll, we'll stick with English because everyone's going to be like sitting on this end of this podcast going, oh my God, I can't believe these guys are going to start talking German. <laughs> so you, my friend, I will say you're an enigma. You know what an enigma is? Mm-hmm. Enigma is someone, something that is just un... It's sort of uncontainable. It's something that's way outside the box that people don't expect kind of scenario, right? So I've done my research on you, right? I'm sitting in Los Angeles with you. We're going to do your podcast later. That's right. I fully expected you to wear, to have something pink or luminescent or I even watched, I think, your Instagram story this morning. You did have something luminescent on this morning. But you're just normal, dude. You have like a... You have a thousand pound shirt on. You've got your Rich Fronin CrossFit shorts on. That's right. I don't know if you chose that specifically because you knew that I've been with Rich Fronin for a couple of days, but you're German. Austrian. Austrian. Uh-huh. That's right. I knew you were Austrian. Actually, two people, when I said, sent your, like, hey, you need to Google this guy. Uh-huh. They're like, Australian rapper. I said, no, not Australian. Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> Austrian rapper. Um, TikToker, what other monikers are there around you? Podcaster. Podcaster. Influencer. Influencer. I think that's about it. And so then... Athlete. Athlete, right? And the reason I even started with saying that you're an enigma is this. Is that this morning, and I don't know if it's because I'm here or not, You posted a bow hunting video. I know. On your Insta story. I did. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? Why did you post that video this morning? It it popped up. What do you mean it popped up? It popped up on my feed. I follow a couple of hunters. Okay. I love It's on my uh, bucket list. I always one of the things I wrote on my bucket stop, list. Stop, stop. You have a bucket list to do what? To hunt an animal, kill Done. kill it. Stop, stop. It's done. Like you met, you're with the right person right okay, now. Good. We're going to make it happen. Good. That's my, I've been eating my meat my whole life. So for me to have never like hunt down an animal and eat it seems hypocritical. Mm-hmm. So I need to experience that. Bring that mic a little closer to your mouth. Yeah, I need to. Uh, There we go. I need to hunt an animal and like eat it. It's, it just seems right. What if we brought Rich Ron and, and hunted together with Rich? I mean, that <laughs> that would be... Then I'm good. <laughs> You're done, set for life? I'm set for life. Well, let's introduce you. We've been talking for five minutes and nobody knows who you are. Do you go by... I'm assuming you just go by Ken nowadays. Or Candy. Or Candy. Yeah. Candy Ken. Yeah. Candy Ken, welcome to the Blood Origins podcast. We have never had someone like you on this podcast. Good. That's the whole... I don't want to be like anybody else. So if someone had to, if you had to introduce yourself to someone, what would you say? Oh, I'm Candy Ken. What does that mean? Well, it means you'll find out. I'll find out later? I don't don't even know. You don't even know. I have no idea who I am. No, that's why I wake up every morning and I I get to choose who I'm going to be today. What do you mean? You get to choose. Oh, you get to experience who you are. We are constantly evolving. Who you surround yourself will change who you are. 
mm-hmm. clothes change who you are. And today I didn't feel like putting on my pink glittery stuff. Yeah. I felt like I'm going to meet a, a real man. So oh, dude. I don't have to put on a show. I can just, my words will do. Yeah, yeah. What I have to say will do. And uh, sometimes I feel like I need, I don't know, to to dress myself a certain way to like get the attention. But sure. Not with you. Yeah. I felt like you're going to give me the attention anyways. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. No distraction. And I'll tell you this. The thing is about, again, I don't know how much you've dug into what Blood Origins is and who Blood Origins, you know. I may be a face. I may be a voice to what Blood Origins is. Yeah. But it is a movement beyond. There's no ego here. There's no me here. I just happen to be the person who's the vehicle to transport this thing forward. Okay. And interacting with mainstream communities, essentially like yours, mm-hmm. in which I would absolutely lose my mind if I took you hunting and you decided, well, I'm going to TikTok whilst I hunt, Robbie. <laughs> it would, it would, it, I don't even know what we would, what would happen. Well, I, honestly, I know it, what would happen because the way that we would do it is we would do it the appropriate way, the right way the way that you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. And you would communicate that through your TikTok. Because as you said, you're a different person depending on the situation. And that's going to be a very, very serious situation. It's not going to be a fun situation. And you're going to communicate to that, that to your community. I have no idea what your community will react like. Will they cancel you? Do you care? I don't, I don't care, I think. I think is you know, and that's and that's and that's sort of like the biggest thing that of <clears throat> why I I appreciate of me being here is that you're going to enter into a topic space that has controversy around it, but that's why I'm here. I can you you can you can ask me any question you want. So you're saying it does not matter. Hunting an animal is not not fun. Hunting an animal, the pursuit of hunting that animal. Are you going to use this question later? Don't use up all your ammunition for later. Because <laughs> this is my podcast, it's not your podcast. <laughs> it's fun. But when someone hears me say that, when they hear me say that later on your podcast, yeah. they're automatically going to jump to, oh, he just said killing the animal is fun. There's a difference between hunting and killing. Yeah. Hunting has chase, pursuit. Exactly. The killing is a second. The killing the is almost like the anticlimax. Yeah. It's almost the thing that makes us hunters. It is the thing that makes us hunters. Let me get that right. It is the thing that makes us hunters. Because if we weren't doing that, we would be going hiking. But when the kill happens, it's the, it's the end of that endeavor. It's the end of that adventure. It's the end of that pursuit. It's the end of the goal that you were uh, hoping to attain for someone like you and someone like me and a lot of other hunters. It's really the, the, the first step to a multiple next couple of steps, which is the meat and the procurement of the meat and feeding your body, good organic macro, you know, macronutrient dense foods. That's why people hunt. Is it fun? Of course it's not fun. You wouldn't do things if it wasn't fun, right? Is TikToking fun to you? Yeah. Yeah, so you wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. Exactly. Exactly, right? When um, 
How long have you been in the States? Seven years. Seven years from Austria directly? Mm -hmm. Did you... Well, I studied in Berlin. Okay. So I was there for three years, Okay. I would say, and then went back for a little bit and then came to LA. And you said German was your mother language. Mm -hmm. Mother mother, or your mother, your, your, your native tongue, right? Native your tongue. native tongue. In, in Austria, where you grew up, were you around hunting? Were you around hunters? I tried, but it's uh, you need licenses. It's difficult to to get a gun. is very difficult, and uh, and it's also looked down upon. It is. Mm -hmm. It is by who? By everyone, society, friends, family. Were you living in a big city? Small city, but like big enough. One of the bigger ones, I guess. Mm -hmm. For American standards, it's a small city, but. It's one of the bigger ones in Austria. Mm -hmm. And the hunters, uh, there's not many hunters I would know, I think. And, uh, but it would always be a dream of mine. I like grew up a Boy Scout. Oh, really? I was always in the woods. I slept in the woods. My best memories as a child is in the woods, sleeping in the woods. Amazing. Falling asleep to the, to the sound of the forest. Dude, you're like the, uh, 180 degrees away from that right now. I know. But I had to... You cannot ignore... It it is about balance. Like you need nature, you need to eat organs, but you also need to 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 use these systems and social media to do good in the world. You yeah. cannot just get a uh, like a house in in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. and like live a healthy life with your family. Mm -hmm. I need to save the world, and I need to save my family and and raise my kids mm -hmm. and 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 raise awareness for the things that I do believe in. And I cannot just, you, you have influence and you have power and you need to use that for good, especially with so much bad in the world. Mm -hmm. So for me, coming to LA is about sacrifices because I left a very healthy environment. You know, Austria is all, all nature. For sure, for sure. Deer, you know, a lot of water, clean, yep. clean water out yep. of the faucet. Mm-hmm pretty much clean groceries it's a very it's beautiful but there's not much you don't have any influence and you don't have uh, it's a very structured society yeah right? and it's very it's getting americanized any mm. any day anyways we watch american television american news and and american music yep so for me um i had to compete with the best when if i wanted to make it in like social media yeah and the best is here well for now now, uh, after being here so seven years, I feel like I, I need to move to the next spot. Yeah, 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 and that's what happens, right? You change and you grow and yeah. you move and things change. Your family changes, your family dynamic changes, and you're like, mm. and maybe the sort of nature calling is the next step, kind of thing. It's like I want to get closer to green. I want to be closer to clean air. I want to be closer to clean water. Especially once you look into all the systems. The, the pharma system, the food system, right. the money system. Yeah. The more you look into it, the more you find out that every system is rigged and really uh, made to make profit and not to mm -hmm. uh, make you healthier. Mm -hmm. And the older I get and the, now that I've become a father, I need to raise my family as healthy as possible. How old do you? You got one kid? One kid. How uh, old? One on the way. Uh, two years old. Two years old, hey? Boy or girl? Boy. And you got one on the way? Yes. When's the due date on that? 
You don't be- have to say beginning anything. Beginning of the year. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I got two savages. Good. 11 and 10. Wow. Two boys. Congrats. And they are they're awesome. Yeah. They are awesome. <coughs> but your, your perspective changes, no? Once you're of course, because it's not about you anymore. Yeah, you. And but the thing is, you've got to, you know. And I think you, if if I had to describe my dad, my dad is probably very similar to your dad. My dad was German, very German. Mm-hmm. You know, kids when we were being raised is more like um, seen and not heard. It was more like you don't. We didn't get stories. He was just work, 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 work all the time. He, I can't remember the time where he sat and watched a movie with us, or sat on the same couch as me and put his arm around me, you know, and watched a movie. Um, and so it's almost like you, as you become that parent, as you become that father to your kids. I also didn't hunt growing up. I wasn't afforded the opportunity to hunt. Yeah. I lived in a town of eight and a half million people, just like sort of lived growing up in Los Angeles. Nobody talked about hunting. Nobody, there was no hunting in my group. Though my father, my grandfather, my grandfather married. Just a quick side note: my grandfather married my grandmother because at the at the sort of foresters' ball in Hamburg, Germany, just outside of Hamburg, Germany. The Forester's Ball, he was graduating. This is back in 1930, 1936. This is when Hitler was not allowed to have an air force. And so what he did was he created this thing called the Jugendluftwaffe, which is the youth, the youth um, flight corps. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather was a part of the Jugendluftwaffe. He was graduating in this, this ball. And my grandmother was the daughter of the Forester of the Sachsenwald that worked for the Baron. And there was a shooting competition at the event. And my grandmother beat everyone, women and men. And my grandfather goes, that's the woman I want. (laughs) So I've got like this huge lineage of hunting that's in my blood. That's probably in everyone's blood. But I never got to experience it. Never got to experience it in South Africa. My dad never took us hunting. You know, it was just something that it was there. I have stories, I have trophies on the wall, I have everything, but I didn't have the activity. And so now that I'm in the States and I have all these opportunities in the States and I have these two boys that I'm trying to raise a little differently. Like, I'm, I, you know, every moment, like, Dad, are we watching a movie tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're watching a movie tonight together, you know, on the couch. What are we watching? You know, I think the last one was Captain Marvel. You know, they're into big Marvel movies right now. But, like, I made it a point because of how much I'm traveling with Blood Origins. You know, I fight for hunting every single day. But I rarely get to hunt anymore. And so now it's like, okay, I want to hunt. And so when I got home like two weeks ago, it's dove season. It's the end of dove season right now across the country. But September 1st every year is like the opening of hunting season. It's dove season. And so I took my boys and my dog hunting. And my my oldest, who's 11, we've got a 410 shotgun. It's a small little caliber shotgun. Mm-hmm. And he shot his first dove. And the dog went and retrieved it and brought it back. And he was pumped. Like, it was just amazing. It was like the thing of things. And we, we, we breasted them out. We took the meat. We cooked them. And they were so proud to like eat that meat. They were so proud. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, you've got this opportunity now. Whatever the next phase of your life is. I don't know what it is. But, you know, just the brief, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes that we've been together already. 
who knows, man? You know, who knows what the you know what the future holds? And I would hope that again, the fact that I'm here, the fact that we're going to podcast, and whoever, whatever comes from this, right? Who knows? There's, this could be a long line of a big relationship. Um, that you know that you really maybe are destined to get back to your roots from Austria, but I think we all are. You know, you can distract yourself only for that long. Everything in life is a distraction. The Marvel movies, the music from the radio, they're all trying to distract us with things. But What do you think they're distracting you from? Well, to be in touch with myself, to like feel what my body needs, mm-hmm. what, my, what I need to eat. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like to sit around with your friends around a fire, an mm-hmm. open fire, mm-hmm. and eat meat. Mm-hmm. I, I might have never hunted, but I know what it feels like to eat meat from a fire. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like it. I'll tell you what. I, I killed a buffalo in the Northern Territory of Australia mm-hmm. in the middle of freaking nowhere. Not another human for 100 miles around me. We cut that meat out of that <laughs> buffalo. We hadn't eaten meat in three days, two days. And we took that meat back to the side of a river, made a huge fire, and we grilled that meat right then and there. And it was nothing. You couldn't tell me something tasted better than that. The the bonding with the man that you Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. A little bit of fireball whiskey, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's the bond and just that sustenance. The sustenance of that meat, you know, was totally... You can't replicate that. So let me ask this. When um, when did you start getting intrigued with hunting? That's a good... I don't know. I've never been... I've never seen it as something bad or... Uh, I don't think I've ever... Yeah, I, I I remember being a, a but little But you said in, in Austria there was a bad perception There was it. a bad perception, but I never... I always never cared what other people think about me or what other people's (laughs) opinion is. Yeah, and even dressing all pink and glittery was always like a more like a fuck you. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to be like you. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel that with you, so I don't need to like put that on. Mm -hmm. But when I go outside in the streets, I I I like that. Like I like to like flex and see see like I'm more of a man in a pink speedo than you are, kind of. For sure. But. I don't know. I've always loved hunting and I've always loved eating meat. So you've never had, the op- never had the opportunity? Nobody's ever said, hey, come on. Well, in Austria, you, it's, you need to like know somebody and you can't just hunt and you can't, you can't get a gun. Yeah, it's estates and private land. and you, Yeah. Mm. So you need to really, you need to like do a lot of courses and you need to like have a, a whole license and a gun license and then a hunting license. And mm-hmm. it will take you like years until you can hunt the first animal. Mm-hmm. And I was just always in school and always pursuing other things. And then I, I went to study. And before you know it, I'm finally in America. And if not now, when else? So when when what brought you to America to study? No, I came here on vacation and uh, I always wanted to have influence and was Candy Ken uh, was was Candy Ken born yet 
when you came seven years ago? No, with like 22 years old. Okay. Yeah. So I was pretty normal, I guess, till I was like 20, 21. Okay. And uh, once I studied photography in Berlin, I had actually two friends from South Africa, and they used to call me Ken. <laughs> I like my, it. My legal name is uh, Jacob. Jacob. Why they call? Why they call you Ken? I used to have like blonde hair, and I would never wear a shirt. Oh, because okay. Because I okay. also don't really believe in wearing shirts. Okay. Hate shirts and. Uh, Rich Ronan hates wearing a shirt yeah, too. Yeah, same. That was like. The more you stop doing it, the more you feel restricted and like weird about it. Wow. Yeah. I love Rich. No, oh, dude, he's a, he was so good, dude. I'm telling you, yeah. it was a it so, was a humbling experience. So I met these two from South Africa. They they became my best friends because they were also pretty alpha. They grew up really hard. And look, South Africans are the same all yeah. around the world, dude. They're rough. We rough, we and but we work fucking hard. Yeah, and very honest and very straightforward. And we play hard too. Yeah, yeah. So I like those guys, and they called me Ken, and then I just became the the candy Ken because I was always very colorful. Mm. and yeah being in berlin and seeing so many people being so frustrated with their lives and so miserable yeah yeah i was yeah. like what am i doing mm. i'm not gonna i'm gonna not fit in, in anymore and i will not please anybody else anymore besides me and i will not be like everybody else so i'm sure then you've obviously dealt with a lot of you've already dealt with a lot of pushback a lot of cancellations essentially right sure I don't really care. I don't really pay attention. I just create, really. I don't read any comments. And and if I don't get pushback, then you're just not reaching enough people. I don't really see it like that. You know, you can even be the, the Hollywood's favorite and play all the rules and be Justin Bieber and they will still hate you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. So. Well, that bodes well for you posting about hunting. And you posted about it this morning. Again, I, I could not, absolutely could not believe it. I was like... Oh, I'm fascinated. Like, to spend, like, a couple of days in the wild and then wait for that moment. Mm-hmm. Every time Rich Froning posts, like, him in his gear with, like, the black face paint. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just... It's just so cool. It's, an, it's, an, it's, a, it's a moment that you just... And, you know, there's, there's differences, right? There's gun hunting and bow hunting. Yeah. And, um, I would like to do both. Yeah, and there is, there's, there's, you know, if you're after meat, obviously the most efficient way to get gather your meat is with a is with a gun. Yeah. Okay. But with a bow, it's up close and personal, right? Yeah. It's like mano a mano, and you can see the the eyelashes on that deer kind yeah. of scenario, and you know what you're doing. You feel more connected to that animal when you're doing it. Yeah. Um, and I think I want that. You probably do. Yeah. You probably do. But it, it can also be frustrating, right? In that, well, it's what e- it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen right away. I never like the easy things in life. Well, then we'll just we've got some friends. I've got some friends <laughs> in a bow company. We'll get you a bow. I think people that are like depressed and anxious, if they would just go outside in the wild for a couple of days and mm-hmm. hunt an animal with a bow, I think that would cure a lot of mental illnesses. Yeah, and it's interesting. A lot of people, you know. I have a lot of conversations. I've had some recent conversations with the people who do Naked and Afraid. What is that? You would be perfect for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that show where they, they send people to like South Africa oh. and you're naked. Uh-huh. And they give you, like you can take two things, like a bow and whatnot, yeah. and you literally have to survive. Yeah. Um, 
And in those kinds of shows, or like an alone show, like Mm -hmm. how quickly in those shows, because those shows are the the closest thing that you can get to replicating what life used to be like. So how quickly in those scenarios would a vegan or a vegetarian turn to becoming a hunter? Probably within four or five days. Yeah. Because you have to. That that idea of veganism and vegetarian, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not going to hate on anyone. So I applaud the lifestyle. I couldn't do it. But th- th- we weren't designed that way. It, veganism and vegetarianism are, is, a, is a construct of a modern day society. And so when you're in that scenario by yourself in the woods, like you say, it'll take a couple of days until your body goes. See that bunny right there? You need to eat that. Maybe that's what we start you with, the rabbits. Rabbits are delicious. You must have eaten a bunch of rabbits in Austria. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love everything. Rabbits, elk. Elk's delicious. Deer. Have you had elk? Uh-huh. Like Deer real elk, elk? Buffalo, uh-huh. No, 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 no. I mean like... From someone who hunted elk versus the elk uh-huh. you can buy? No, no, that's a good thing. In Austria, at least you can buy wild Oh, meat. good. Oh, good, good. Yeah. But you haven't had elk from the United States. Nobody's given you elk here. No. Okay. have to fix that too. It's crazy how wild meat tastes as well when you have never eaten it. Even like... Yeah. What I need to do is I've got some... I've actually got some... So we call it biltong in South Africa. You know uh-huh. what biltong is? Uh-huh. Um, I've actually got some Rich Ronin Briltong. Yeah, okay. hold on. We'll give it to you. Um, I don't really understand the pushback on hunting, though. You don't? And I do also disagree. I think being vegan is a, a horrific thing. And uh, you're not only hurting your own body, you're also hurting the environment. It's not sustainable. Um, it's just... Look, it's not right. I, I, I never, I never try and get into like the, and I, I think you could understand. I never try and get into like your lifestyle versus my lifestyle. Your lifestyle is your lifestyle, same as you, right? A lot of people look at you and they'll be like, "Fuck that," you know. <laughs> I know it, but you need to maybe question yourself how, um, where those ideas come from, why you think oh, to be I, vegan. Well, for sure, is the way to do it, and like. Or like, at least I tried it. I tried mm-hmm. being vegan. Mm-hmm. I, I know what that feels like in my body. Didn't in feel my stomach. good. Oh no! But some people it works. Some people work really well with it. You know, props to them. I don't know if you if you will put those people on on like a meat diet or have them in the forest, experience them. I think you would change your mind pretty quick. Yeah, my. Uh, I think you can you can tell yourself that like. Uh, plant protein works and that you can be strong on a vegan diet you can tell yourself that mm-hmm. but you you need to tap into your potential and really if you're more barbaric and like more ancestral than you would believe i can't i can't fault you i can't say you're wrong and like you said if you put a vegan in 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 a situation where he or she has to survive i think uh I've heard so many stories of uh, vegans uh, eating meat and the bliss 
the beauty of what that feels like to put your teeth into some oh yeah some beautiful we've, flesh we've talked to we've talked to people that were i've had somebody on the podcast that was a vegan for quite some time and then just his body was deteriorating yeah he's in australia yeah and he went and got a rotisserie chicken <laughs> and he said it was like game changing like his whole body like vibrated yeah your brain will fog yeah up yeah exactly and your your stomach this this raw these raw vegetables it's so painful mm. for your stomach mm. Mm. i was treating myself constantly oh really on on the vegan diet yeah well they say the same thing about a carnival and diet you shit yourself <laughs> constantly <laughs> too, so um no man it's uh it, i'm excited like i i like the fact that you are you're open you're open to this idea of hunting. And when I texted Jen, I saw Jen on your podcast and I was like, I texted her, I, or I DM'd you or something like that. I can't remember Jen. I was like, hey, do you think he would be interested in having a conversation about hunting? I didn't know you from a bar or something. I didn't even know Candy Can existed. And then when I like Googled and watched you and I was like, oh, fuck, this guy says, well, there's no chance. There's absolutely no chance we're talking about hunting. <laughs> Jen responds, goes, he's interested. I'm like, you got to be <laughs> shitting me. And here we are. Um, so, man, it's, uh, it's a pleasure getting to know you, man. And, um, you know, I want you to use, use me, use Blood Origins. And we'll talk about it on the podcast and your podcast later. As a, as a vehicle to understanding and exploring this because you're going to get a lot of questions. Even from this podcast, people are going to be like, what the fuck? And you'll be like, oh, you know, it may be, you know, there's stock standard questions that come like, oh, how can you do that? Hunting is so cruel. Hey, Robbie, what would you, how, how would you answer this? How would you answer hunting is cruel? Or, oh, it's so, it's so, you know, it's unfair to the animal. You're going to get that a lot. You can get cruel a lot. You can get unfair a lot. Yeah. How do you answer that? How would I answer that, Robbie? I can tell you. I can give you those tools. And the same thing with like Jen on Jen's podcast. Jen, Jen got sucked in, and you're going to get sucked in. You're going to get sucked into these narratives. <laughs> and you just need to take a step back and go like, Hey, Robbie, what do you think about this? And I'll be honest with you. If it's a jackass hunter doing jackass things, I'll tell you. And you tell them. Now, there's some bad apples in this world. And unfortunately, when there's a bad apple in hunting, it's a really bad apple. Because it's tied to killing things. And it's tied to ethics. And it's tied to animal welfare. And that's not, you know, that's not cool. And we don't accept it. I don't accept it. But there's a, it's, it's just like the whole baseball steroid analogy i like to use so people do steroids in baseball right does that mean all baseball players do steroids nope no people drink drive does that mean that everyone drink drives no are there bad hunters that do stupid things that do illegal things absolutely but does that mean that all hunters do illegal things and stupid things no for the vast majority, 
they're very respectful, very conscious of what they're doing and why they're doing it. And so those are the kinds of things that you're going to get faced with. And use me. Use us. I'll give you my I'll give you my number. You can call me, you can text me. Send me, you know, pink sparkly shit pictures out <laughs> of the woods. Look, I'm in the woods. I'm going to be like, mm, you may want to tone down this pink sparkle today because you need to be <laughs> camouflaged up. I've always loved the the camouflage. Pink or not pink. You don't need camouflage. Yeah. The best camouflage in the world is stand is sitting still. Don't move. Yeah. Just sit there. Become one with the tree. No, nothing's going to see you if you don't move. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. Maybe pink sparkles, but dude, I'm 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 happy to be here. Can't wait for the next one. Same. All right, we enjoy it. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening. As always, leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.